Thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher Lockhead. And on this episode, I address a listener question, a question I get all the time from CEOs, which is what kind of CMO should we hire? And uh, so I'll answer that question and go even further. If you're a marketer or you want to be a CMO or you're a CMO, I'll also get into the question, what kind of marketer or CMO am I? Feel free to send your questions to blackhole at lockhead.com. We are brought to you by my friends at Splunk, S-P-L-U-N-K.com slash D, the number two, the letter E. Splunk is the leader in data to everything. And in times of crisis, legendary organizations rely on data. Visit splunk.com slash D, the number two, the letter E, and learn how to turn data into doing. And my friends at Oracle NetSuite are the platform for success in uncertain times. Visit netsuite.com slash different. That's netsuite.com slash different today. And I also want to tell you, my friend Dave Gerhardt, a.k.a. DG, is one of the hot new CMOs in the B2B tech world. And he has a new podcast out called B2B Marketing Leaders, where he puts some of the best minds in B2B marketing on the hot seat. And he just put me on the hot seat. And we had a fantastic conversation about category creation and design, niching down, why I love podcasts, uh, why podcasts are legendary for marketing, the role of the modern CMO, and much more. Check out B2B Marketing Leaders podcast with DG Dave Gerhardt, wherever you get legendary podcasts. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockhead on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. Okay, this is a uh, an email from a gal named Susan who is the CEO of a tech company. She doesn't say whether they're B2B or B2C, but um, and they're looking to hire a CMO. So here's the email. Dear Christopher, we're starting a CMO search, and I'm wondering what kind of CMO to hire. Should they be more of a category brand-oriented person, more of a product marketing-oriented person, more of a demand-slash-growth-oriented person? How should we think about this hire? Okay, so if you're a CEO and you have a similar situation, um, here's what I'd say to you. Um, the, a, the background of the CMO is important, and I think so. So getting clear, what do you want more? Do you want somebody who is a high-level, creative, strategic thinker or somebody who is more tactical, practical, keeps the trains running on time? Um, and so I think those things are valid, and I think you got to get grounded in what matters most to you, and that's going to be specific to your company and, most importantly, the stage of growth of the company and the category. Okay, so that's kind of point A. Point B, um, I think one of the most powerful attributes of a legendary executive, whether they're a marketing executive or not, is that they know who they are. They're very clear about what their skills are and they know who they are not. And so, uh, for example, 
Um, I was more of a strategic category brand oriented CMO, no surprise. Uh, and I, when I first got my first CMO job, I didn't have a, a background in product marketing. Okay. But I also knew that. And so I hired to my strengths and made sure I built a team that could compensate for my weaknesses over time. Okay. So I think it's critical that whatever executive, but in this case, marketing executive, that that executive is clear. What am I legendary at? What am I not? And how do I build a team based on that, that that multiplies or amplifies where I'm strong and that compensates for my weaknesses? And so in my three tours of duty as a CMO, if you had looked at my teams, you would have found people, a disproportionate number of people who were uh, analytical, uh, who were super detail and plan oriented. And you would have seen a lot of product marketers and a lot of campaign oriented folks, a lot of people who are great at planning, the kinds of things that are not my strong suit. Okay. So I think that's critical. Now, here's the big aha. This is probably the most important thing, which is where uh, Susan, is your company in the development of your category? Because that's going to tell you whether or not you need a fighter or a farmer. And that, I think, is the most important distinction. So let me see if I can uh, go deep on this one with you. It turns out, and this is not based on data science, just based on 30-something years of experience. If you look at companies, they there's an 18 to 24-month period where there's an epic category battle that takes place. And if you are near that time frame, you need a fighter, not a farmer. If you're before that time frame, that is to say your category is still emerging and maybe it's not even clear yet that your category is going to take off the way you're hoping it will, again, that speaks to more of a fighter, not a farmer. And if you're already the category queen, the category king, and the mission that you're hiring for is how do we expand this category over time and how do we maintain and build our category dominance, that's much more of a farmer type role. And so if you're a CEO, if you're a founder, I would ask, or frankly, a board member, I would ask you to think when you're looking at a CMO, think about those things. What are the skill sets that you think are critical? That's important, but it's not maybe as important as a lot of people think. Second, look at are they self-actualized and self-aware enough to know where they're truly strong and truly weak? And do they have the capability to uh, uh, build a team around their strengths and weaknesses? And probably most importantly, are they a fighter or a farmer? And does that, that sort of more than skill set mindset map to where we are in the evolution of not just our company slash product, but most importantly, the evolution and development of our category and our efforts to become the category queen, the category king. Okay. So I think that's the way to look at it, uh, Susan, from a CEO perspective. Uh, so I hope that answers your question. Now to go a little bit deeper, if you're a marketer, if you're a CMO yourself, um, I think it's critical for you to figure out to be self-actualized and realize, are you more of a farmer or are you more of a fighter? In my case, it's probably obvious if you've heard more than one episode, you know, I'm a fighter CMO, not a farmer CMO. Now, I don't mean that in any way pejoratively, okay? If you're at the stage where your category's matured, 
you become the category queen and the mission at hand is expand the category and maintain and grow our, our category position. Congratulations. You won, man. That's awesome. Go hire a legendary farmer. However, if you're in the early stages, you want to have that fighter to evangelize the category and or to help you design and dominate the category over time. And as a marketer, I think you have to decide who am I? And again, I don't think there's a right answer, but I think you should know. And the worst thing you can do as a CMO or a wannabe CMO is go take a farmer job in a place that requires a fighter or vice versa. And in my case, when I was a CMO, I always made it really clear to people uh, who I was and who I wasn't. And so I think as a marketer, as you're building and developing your career, be clear where your core skill set is. And then as you go look for new opportunities, you want to start a company, you want to join a company, look for companies that if you're a farmer, need legendary farming, or if you're a fighter, need somebody who can go in there and really mix it up. I would double down on that skill set. I wouldn't worry about being well-rounded. I think one of the stupidest pieces of career advice ever given to people is to be well-rounded. I am not well-rounded. I have a black belt in a few things, and I suck at almost everything else. And yes, you know, did I learn to deal with some of the things I'm not uh, naturally inclined to? Of course, you become more rounded over time, so I don't want to be stupid about it. But make no mistake, legends are known for a niche that they own. And in my case, it was very clear to me based on just my headset. I was a fighter CMO, and uh, that's where I planted my flag. And so I would encourage you as a marketer to get clear uh, where you're naturally drawn to and triple down on it. Become a legendary farmer, become a legendary fighter, and that will be a path uh, to a legendary career and make sure you're in the right place at the right time. All right. We would like to thank my friends at GoCheetah.com spectacular quality wholesale groceries delivered to your door in the Bay Area. Visit GoCheetah.com today. I need to remind you that this oddcast is the sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network. And if you like it enough to listen, why not share it with your entire marketing team? I love it when I get emails from uh, CEOs and CMOs who say they have made this oddcast required listening. God help us. Today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes. Please consult your shaman, your lawyer, your doctor, your spiritual advisor, and your dad before uh, acting on anything in today's episode. We are produced and edited by living podcast legend, Jason DeFilippo. If you're in the tech business, check out his podcast, Grumpy Old Geeks. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do technical execution and build lockhead.com. Show notes by Diane Gervasio. Remember, George Carlin was right. Listen to the Ramones. And for the love of God, please get out of the passing lane. And the thought I'll leave you with uh, comes from me, which is whatever you are, fighter or farmer, just get clear about it and be legendary at it. All right, that's it. Thank you so much. Uh, Please stay safe. Uh, And until we're together again, follow your difference.